How One Life Can Make a Difference in 2020 and Beyond. Next, on The Road to Reality with Brother K.P. Yohannan. You know, it's a good idea from time to time to reflect on where we've been, where we're headed in life. Sometimes refocusing or redirection is necessary. Knowing and sharing the truth is what we're called to in this generation. And that necessitates a total surrender to God. Hi there, and welcome. This is The Road to Reality. We're going to take some time today to reflect on our lives and consider together the impact that our lives can have for the glory of God in the new year. Today, we bring you a message from K.P. Yohannan that is direct and challenging, to be sure, but refreshing at the same time. The church today seems to be laughing their way to heaven, they imagine, while multitudes and millions are dying and perishing without knowing the fear of the living God. I confess to you, my brothers and sisters, I am not talking about this whole crowd. I am not talking about your husband and your wife. I am not talking about your congregation or your pastor. I am not talking about your son and daughter. I am talking about you and you alone, one person. It only takes one individual, one person, I believe, to rout out the forces of darkness and establish a testimony for the glory of Jesus. Is it the three and a half years of theology, a bachelor's degree in Bible, experience in deep worship, the ability to preach and communicate about deeper life? What is it? The answer is very simple. I am no more mine. I died that day when I knelt down. How much more information, my brothers and sisters, do you need before you come clean and totally all his and his alone? Some places they invite me to preach, they never invite me back again. Why? For your sake that you will have kindness toward me, I will tell you. For 30 years, I've been speaking to God's people like this in North America and Europe, and I am not a stranger to this country, nor our church here. I am part of you. And my heart, I break, I weep, I agonize before my God for the shallowness, the carnality, and the lack of authentic Christian life that now we have at large among us. We don't like books. Dallas, Texas, where we have our headquarters in the United States, there are 14 Christian radio stations 24 hours blaring out every kind of teaching you want here on planet Earth. Some conservative, some radical, some balanced, some totally off the wall. There's a one guy one time said, literally, he said, send me $25 and I will send you the secret formula and the oil that help to grow hair on your bald head. What a racket. 
When in India with over a billion people, not one Christian radio station, how much more information, my brothers and sisters, do you need before you come clean and totally all his and his alone? That's a question. Last 25 years of that's my brief journey with our mission. I have seen it again and again in some places. Just one individual, one sister, one brother that makes a difference. See, this is where Christianity becomes intensely practical. Not shouting words, but radical commitment to something worth living for and worth dying for. Again, let me come back to this. It is about you I am talking. It is about you I am talking. Watchmani made this fantastic statement in his book. Character of a Christian worker or a believer, let me say. In the chapter, a mind to suffer. He describes the powers of darkness, satanic forces will manipulate, will influence, will use everything in his power and control to cause you to respond to external stimuli, the inconveniences, the rejection, the misunderstanding, the loss of money and health and reputation and all things, even the feeling that you are going to be killed. He will use all that. But... Once a believer has made the decision, that is okay. I'm already dead. I am not my own. Blood was the price. He paid to purchase me. And he says, no sin, no devil can hold you back. You will become that individual that conquer the world. You know what immunization is? Immunizing. Not to get smallpox. They give you a little smallpox. Am I right? See, I am, I'm a doctor, but not this doctor. <laughs> there are people who handle cobra, baba, king cobra, big cobra. They strike you one time, you are finished. But there are people who handle these huge monstrous cobras on the streets of India and they bite them, but they never die. You wonder what happened. Well, they had little of this poison on a long period of years. No poison can affect them anymore. You understand? Let me explain. Do you know some of the richest people in America and Canada in our community right now are Christian preachers? If the light in you becomes darkness, how great is darkness? I'm least impressed, moved by the preachers today we have. We have no prophets. This world is crying out for some prophet, some like Jeremiah, who will weep his eyes out and call people repentance. 
I mentioned this afternoon, speaking at a large pastor's conference over a thousand people some time ago, along with me, another man was speaking. He said, it is reported in many cities of the United States, if there's a pastor's conference in a city, that week they will have rendered maximum number of X-rated movies than any other time in the whole year. Why I'm saying that to you, I'm a pastor also. I've been one for five years in Dallas, Texas. I'm not angry with the pastors. If that is the pulpit, if that is the shepherds, where are we going? Don't be deceived by the noise of the TV preachers. Now you know why they will not invite me back in some places. Here they will invite me back. <laughs> oh, my brothers and sisters, I am not a professional preacher. You ask my colleagues, I don't sell books to make money and have secret bank accounts and none of those things. I say this to you because there's too many things are going wrong in our world. I'm calling you as an individual to face the reality of the radical Jesus of the New Testament who still says, if anyone want to come after me, he or she must deny himself and pick up his cross and daily come after me. If you love your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, your son, your daughter, Ha, I wish he stopped there. I would be happy. Too bad. He's not the Christ I can create for me. He's the Lord, not my servant. Then he went on to say, unless you love me more than your own life, you cannot be mine. Where are the preachers that preaches this saying? Do not love yourself. Don't you think this is a clear indication when we spend one cent of the dollar for two billion people that never heard the gospel and spend all the rest on ourselves? Don't you think something wrong with us? When average believer pray less than six minutes a day, don't you think something wrong with us? In one church some time ago, some 14,000 members, I was preaching, and I told them, I challenge you to take one day of the week to fast before God, which I do myself, which is the least one can do. Then I made a joke out of it. If you're trying to lose one more pound, add one more day. <laughs> do you know what? They almost murdered me. <laughs> they drove me out of town. Legalism, bondage, putting us on a guilt trip. Hey, listen to me. You read, you read, you read, I beg of you, without TV, television preachers' help, the New Testament and the epistles, and see Jesus and his followers and their lifestyle. No wonder in Acts 17 it says, these, those who turn the world upside down, they have come here also. In Philip's translation, these world revolutionaries have come here also. What, what was it? Picketing? Money power? Buildings? No, it was the way of life. Well, deep down, 
We know that repentance and walking in total surrender to the Lord is what we're called to, but we can let life crowd out that priority. We have another segment coming up in just a moment. This is The Road to Reality, and K.P. O'Hannon is our teacher. And before we get back into the message, we'd like to tell you about an exciting opportunity to sponsor a GFA-supported missionary who is eager to go to villages in Asia where the people need to know God's love. These missionaries are handpicked and trained to minister the love of Christ in Asia. While many of us can't directly be God's hands and feet in Asia, we can help equip those who are. If you'd like to help make it possible for people who have never heard about Jesus to hear how much he loves them, well, go to roadtoreality.org and sponsor a missionary today. That's roadtoreality.org. Or in Canada, drop by roadtoreality.ca. And now we return to Brother KP with the challenge and the impact one life can have on the world today. I want to ask you, how long it take before you break from that besetting sin that nobody knows about that you're grappling with? Internet, porno, books, magazine, music, friendship, loving money, this, that. How long, I ask you, before you say no to that and break free from it? How much more information you need before you will watch the Bangladesh, the Eastern Europe, the Albania, and you start weeping, and your children ask, Mommy, what happened to Daddy? You're watching television, he just start crying. You go and ask Daddy. The following week, the kid come to the mommy and say, Mommy, is Daddy angry with us? Why you say that? Mommy, he has not been eating with us for the last four or five days. He used to be with us for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but he's not, he's, what happened to him? You really want to know? Yes, mommy. You remember we talked about in our family prayer time about what happened in China? What happened in Bangladesh? 100,000 people died overnight and millions displaced, they lost. Yes, mommy. You see, daddy decided to fast. And you know, my child, many hours of the night, he's not sleeping with mommy in the bed. He's in the other room praying. And sometime mommy joined him. And the child says nothing, not a word. But 15 years later, that young man testifies, I remember my father. I remember my mother. If you think your superficial preachers and your books, your novels, and your cheap worship, and the noise is going to make you to have your children grow up, to change Canada and this generation, you're fooling yourself. It is going to be life, begetting life. Psalm 42 verse 7, the deep calls unto deep. The ministry I'm part of right now and the things that God is doing is unbelievable. 92 languages daily in 11 nations. Millions hear the gospel. And on and on. I can go on and tell you all night long stuff going on. 
Say, wow, Brother KP, oh, Dr. KP, you are such a fantastic Christian leader. Nonsense. I'm a poor, struggling missionary, repenting a million times a day, just like anybody else. But I tell you what, somebody is responsible for all this. It's not me. Hardly five feet tall, a skinny, fragile little woman that never left her village. But she loved Jesus so much. She will wake up no later than four in the morning and spend two, three hours on her knees in prayer. She never read any book except her Bible. That's all she had. She would tell her sons of the six boys about Jesus and lead them to the master. She prayed, oh Lord, out of six boys, at least one call to be a missionary. One by one, her older sons went to business and farming and all these different things, and she began to lose hope. And then her youngest son was born. That is me. As I was growing up, she later said, you were so shy and timid and withdrawn and skinny also. (laughs) You don't believe it, but it's true. I ate too many hamburgers. She kind of lost her hope completely. This is the last one. He will not do one thing for God. There's nothing in him make him do anything. That is when she decided to fast every Friday, special day of fasting. And three and a half years she fasted without telling one human being the same thing, Lord, before I die, please call one of my son. She was not even thinking about me. When I finished my high school, I remember as of today, I came home one day and said to my parents, father and mother, if you allow me, I'd like to go and serve Jesus in North India. Before I could finish my statement, my mother jumped up and said, please go! (laughs) I thought she hated me. I was unwanted. You must know, I did not know her prayer. She never told me. I went off to North India. After two years, I will come back. That is when she will tell the story. I was stunned. I recognized it was her prayer and commitment. In 1990, I was on the way to Seoul, Korea to speak at a conference. When I got to Bombay, I heard my mother at the age of 84 was taken to the hospital with a heart problem. She hardly ever been sick in her life. I cannot think of one time she was sick. The best memory of my mother is the Bible verse she quoted a million times, almost literally. From the childhood, I was growing up as a toddler. I would hear her say this verse all the time like a mad person. Whom have I in heaven but you and on earth I desire no one beside you. And she would keep saying that. Psalm 73 verse 25. There's no one, nothing I want beside you. I didn't understand what all that meant when I was growing up. I went to the hospital that weekend. My best friend on earth and my prayer partner, 6.15 in the morning or so, she died. The saddest day of my life. Her funeral took place. I must go back to America. 
had a final meeting with my brothers. We sat around in the room talking about our mother. One of my brothers, who is a businessman who makes a lot of money, asked a question. How much money did our mother leave in the bank? See, our father passed away earlier. He was a believer. But according to our culture and customs, her sons would give her money every month, whatever she asked. But we never saw her spending any money. So if you don't spend money, what do you do? You put in the bank. Wow, that's a good idea. Answering the question, my other brother got an old, worn-out notebook, and he started turning pages. He said, I found this under the pillow of our mother's bed. We were curious. Record of all the money. He said, as far as I know, there's nothing in the bank. And somebody said, what happened to all the money? Everybody's listening. He said, well, <laughs> pages after pages, her trembling hand scribbled the names of young people studying in Bible schools, missionaries all over India, and the money she was sending them against their name mentioned. And I broke down and started to weep. Oh, not because there was no money in the bank. <laughs> you see what happened? All of a sudden I remembered a few years prior to that, when I came to visit my mother, she was wearing a blouse torn from here to here, stitched a terrible job. I was angry to the core. I said, Mother, what madness got into your head? Don't you have any feelings for your sons? What will other people say about us that we don't take care of you? Mother, we give you enough money to buy a new dress every week if you want. How come you do this to us? You put, you put cow dung on our head and shame on our face. And, you know, preachers can really be preaching. <laughs> and this, my mother, I mean, you cannot help. Once you look into your eyes, you cannot take your eyes off. It just glows. And ever, never fading, perpetual smile. I never forgot. She said, you little fellow, you don't understand nothing. Someday you will understand. <laughs> and it made me more angry. As I sat in the room, it was as though my mother walked back, put her arms around me saying, my little son, now you understand what mother lived for. Sure, it is clear what she lived for. May that stir a desire within us to live for the glory of God and for what really matters. Thank you for being with us for The Road to Reality. And today, K.P. O'Hannon has showed us the impact that one life can have. Consideration must be given to how our energies and resources go to fulfill the Great Commission and expressing the love of God to the uttermost parts of the earth. One suggestion is for you to partner with GFA. GFA-supported missionaries are hand-picked, trained to minister the love of Christ in Asia. They know the cultural taboos instinctively. They've already mastered the language or can easily learn a related dialect. Plus, the missionaries live in the community, eating the same food, wearing the same clothes, sharing the same cultural interests as local people. And perhaps most significantly, they have a passion and burden to serve their own people. 
You can support the work of national missions and enable villages to experience Christ and all he has done for them for $30 a month through missionary sponsorship. Here's how to take action and make an impact in Asia. Go to roadtoreality.org or phone 866-946-2742, 866-946-2742. In Canada, the number would be 888 888- 946-2742 or simply go to roadtoreality.ca on the web. Now we pray that you'll live for what matters most in this new year and allow the Lord to work in and through you to leave a lasting impact. On behalf of KP Yohannan and all of us at the Road to Reality, God bless. God bless.